Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. How are we doing? Thanks for tuning in once again. Now we're building a brand new Under the Cosh podcast website and we're building it with Wix. And for that very reason, Wix are giving Under the Cosh listeners the opportunity to build their very own personal or business website with 10% off. Honestly, it's so easy to use. It's so easy to build your own website. It's a piece of cake. Well, there's over 150 million people who are using Wix to build their own websites, and you can choose from over 500 stunning templates, or you can start from scratch, changing and customising anything you want as you build it from scratch. There's loads of really cool features, like custom domains, email marketing tools, unlimited storage. We've even got Parky putting some things together, it's that easy. Honestly, just drag and drop, pick your designs, easy peasy. It's all you got to do to get your 10% off is go to www.wix.com that's W-I-X dot com slash podcast. Just like that, get 10% off. Easy. Welcome back under the Kosh episode five, series three. Vibrant. That's how I describe it. Full that. of energy. Vibrant. How are you doing? I'm all right. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. Feet up there. Yeah, <laughs> just relaxing. Comfy, yeah. He's just had a burger and chips. <laughs> Onion rings. Yeah, they were shared. Fried egg on the side. Yeah, I don't. Who has an egg on a burger? Is, is that right? Uh, I'll have a, a fried egg on out, me. Pardon? I'll have a fried egg on out. Fucking cook them on top of your head. <laughs> 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 How has he managed to revert that to you being bold? I don't know. I don't know. No, I'm not a fan no. of a fried egg on my burger. No? No. What do we think to prices? I enjoyed it. I think I did. I think there was a lot a bit of talk about um you know, we didn't really talk about football and whatever, but the fact is that he just forgot. I think yeah. <laughs> we I think we did talk about football in the end, he just couldn't remember any. Yeah, he, he, he just forgot. I think if if you he wouldn't be able to specify what games he played <laughs> in or what club he played at at what time in his life. Yeah. Like an episode of Cheech and Chong. But it was an, I thought it was an easy listen to back. It was oh, yeah, listen, it was, it? yeah. Lovely fella. Yeah. Nice voice. <laughs> Lovely voice. Had, I wonder Lovely if there's had any bookings. I wonder if there's had any, uh, any radiator fittings out from it. Just different characters, isn't it? That's the, the point of the podcast, getting different yeah. lads on. Yeah. Different. And I think this will be interesting today. Our first player who's mm. who's still playing in the, in the Football League. Yeah, good lad, Portby. 
Never... Have you read his Twitter feed? Have you looked at his Twitter I've feed? Seen, I've seen quite a lot of it. Interesting, to say I've the least. I've seen quite a lot of it. I think he's... Uh, I never, I've never met him before. I've never no? met him before. I, I'm not, I, must, I must have played against him. You'd have, you'd, have thought, you'd have thought you'd known him all your life when you just sat with him having a burger and a pint. Yeah, we had a burger and a pint, didn't we, bless him? <laughs> it were uh, two peas in a pod, I think. I think he's probably had a similar sort of perception of him as, as what I have. Yeah. Of me. He texted us last night saying, who've we got on tomorrow? The poor man's JP. Oh, to that puppy? No, you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what a prick. Uh, I don't know what's worse, the fact that you've said it or you label yourself JP. It's obviously a fabricate. That's obviously bollocks, isn't it? <laughs> Absolute shit. You're talking about yourself in third person. Should we get Tom out? Yeah. Yeah, let's get him in. Yeah. Come on, puppy. <laughs> <laughs> First guest currently still playing. Yeah? Yeah, haven't that, Johnny? I'm not too sure on that, me, to be honest. Guest. Sorry, yeah. Currently still playing. Yeah. Self-proclaimed part-time footballer, full-time bantonier. According to the Twitter feed, currently banned from. Banned. Full-time bantonier. Good yeah. to hear. No pressure, mate. Banterer, oh, banter, banterer. Yeah, yeah. I prefer banterer. Banterer. Did you not read, or what? <laughs> the snag green sniper, yeah. is it? Yeah. Sneed. Sneed, Sneed Green Snap. You've twice and still going wrong. <laughs> You've started terribly, by the way. Yeah. What are you banned from Twitter for? Tweets. Just foul and abusive. I don't know. Somebody's complaining. I've got an earring, so we'll see. Can't get on. It's killed me. FA earring. Yeah. Did you get did you get a warning from Twitter when you're banned? I didn't have any warning, no. Just, Just can't get on. on. Chop me on. Killing off. you, innit? Yeah, it's <laughs> killed me. I'll <laughs> set up another account the day after. <laughs> but I'm not allowed to tweet. So you enjoy it on Twitter? You enjoy the interaction and the, the banter and Yeah, I think I think I try and relate with the fans. I, I think I think fans get disillusioned with some of the players now. I think the days of going to the pub with the players and having a pint and that are gone. I think everybody's I think I think clubs now like try and dissect it and make them say the right things. Do you know what I mean? Whereas I just couldn't care less. Does anybody? <laughs> Hence the reason I'm banned. <laughs> <laughs> Has anybody at the club tried to make you say the right things? They tried. Didn't work. <laughs> I I thought after the written warning, I'd have probably learnt from it. From the club. Well, I think I got worse after that. Yeah, no, from the FA. Uh -huh. I had a written warning. That's why I've got an email now. So. Thing is, it's only a bit. I know there might have been a little bit abusive and whatever, but from your point of view, it's only a bit of crack in it. You know. Yeah, that's all. The amount of abuse I got, I've never exactly. complained once. Most of it was right. If they are, if it is right, what they say, yeah. you can't really complain about it, can yeah. you? Yeah. What do you say? About, like Nathan Jones just gone to Stoke. Did you? I said it was a good appointment. Mm -hmm. so it's con conveyor belt to managers at the minute. The same managers keep getting the same jobs. Um, I don't think anybody saw that coming, so... Um, yeah, I didn't expect him to do that, especially after getting rid of him. They bought Nathan Jones in, which, young manager, I thought fair play to him. Still hate him, but... <laughs> you actually hate him? Yeah, I do, yeah. yeah. Do you? Yeah. 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 Do you yeah. think they hate you? Yeah, I know, I know they do. We've well, seen the tweets. <laughs> <laughs> so you ever walk around Stoke thinking, I can get a fucking crack here? There's been a few times, yeah. yeah. Well, you've got one. Or you felt nah. as though I've 
Could get I think I'm taller in real life than I look on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> they only think, no, I've had a bit of banter. Nobody really. What you do on Twitter and social media, it's a bit different in real life when people, I think, I think the most, no, it's only banter. It's the, it's the strange fishes that take offence to it. Yeah. The snowflakes. Has anybody said out to you when you've been out and about? You know, like, stalk fans, if you're in a boozer or whatever. I've had a few, but you normally just try and... Knock it down a bit. Do you know what I mean? No, I've learned from them mistakes. <laughs> Bloody hell. Um, no, you do, you just palm it off, really. Just try and smile. Well, I don't want to smile with these teeth. For <laughs> interrupt you there. Driving over this morning, he goes, "I'm just glad we've got somebody on with worse teeth than me." <laughs> <laughs> You could come out, you could, you're be on panel. People have been dug up with better teeth than me. <laughs> yeah, it is, uh, it, is, it is nice for him not to be the worst setting ashes on the fucking, on the podcast for once. Yeah. I think it's the first time we've put out who we've got on and we've had such a split divide. Yeah. A mix between legend and Bellend. <laughs> I think Bellend's been nice as well. It was worse. Yeah. 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 Oh, uh, I don't that. think I can go into what. Bit. I'll take that. Yeah, it's only a bit. Of cool. Do you, do, you, do you enjoy it? Yeah, being I love the pantomime it. villain. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's what you need. I mean, I, I, I'm old school. I like people taking taking the person and you give it back. That's what you have in every dressing room. These lads will tell you that the cracks what makes football unique. I think football banter is the best deal. It is. You'll go go with. You'd find that most footballers can can take it because it's ruthless, isn't it? Oh, fucking hell. Fan, if you look at your tweets, if you were a fan, you go, what? That's harsh. Yeah. That's but is harsh. that not just because what? it's expected? It's What's not expected, expected sorry. Uh, no, if you, if you read what you, what you write or something, you think, fucking hell, he's being... It's a bit close to a ball on that. That's the kind of thing that gets said. You know, that's just a general day-to-day crack in a changing room. I've I, I, obviously met Popey for the first time, really, today. Yeah. And I've just battered his teeth. <laughs> Right. So do you know in in a normal in a pub, yeah, if you were if you went in and battered someone's teeth in a pub, you would know you'd met half an hour ago over a burger. I'd probably be missing right? mine. You'd probably be getting a fucking a, a, yeah. a, a, a Ronan Keating, wouldn't you? Yeah. You're gonna be getting a crap. Because Popey obviously with them gets it day in, day out. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, yeah. It's just part and parcel of it, isn't it? I had about five people messages going, get on Popey's teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody knows, at a football, you've got to have the thickest skin in the world. You've got f- thousands my, of fans. Mine's thicker than fucking yeah, yours. Yeah, no, yours is stretchy, <laughs> not thick. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've got, you've got to have the mental strength to, to block everything out. So when people are abusing you, especially in dressing rooms and that, you just take it with a pinch of salt. Um, I mean, I'm the worst for anybody. Some, you'll sign somebody tomorrow, and the first thing you'll do is hammer them. Mm-hmm. That sort of, that settles people in, doesn't it? You know, that's what. Yeah. What, that's if what, the, what if they haven't got the mental strength to cope with it? Well, well they, won't, they, won't, they, won't, they won't achieve anything. And I think that toughens you up anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, that get getting abuse from fans and stuff, and you can get a bit of crack from the lads. It's just no, doesn't even compare. See, my icebreaker has always been like something you'll come in the dressing room you know, to try and make them feel. Like involved in that, I always just said to him, "Come on, then let's uh, see you, Todd. Let's have a look at it." <laughs> and like what? Yeah. Come on, let's just have a look at it. What do you mean, have a look at it? I said, "I want to see you, Willie, before we train." <laughs> and then our lads then join in, and then that sort of, in a strange way, they sort of have started relating and having a relationship with and banter with the rest of the lads. So that's them. Yeah. The first step for them to 
Is it best just to get it out straight away? Yeah, you're yeah. better off getting it out, yeah. Even if it... Yeah, yeah. In, no matter, if I'm, not bothered if it, I'm not bothered if it's down to his knees or if it's same size as an egg. Oh, just, you just, just I just want to see it. Just wanna, I just want to see it, lad. Just, no, but it just gets... It's like an icebreaker. Yeah, yeah well, that's what Dean would. When Windass told his story yeah. about meeting Tony Warner. Grabbed all of his wood, said it was heavy. <laughs> Move on. It's just an icebreaker. And then from that, people can... So then the kid who knew into the dressing room can start talking to people then. I mean, there's not worse than going in a dressing room than, and somebody just sat there, first day, nobody talking to them. Everything's going off random and they're just sat there oblivious and... Cocks out, boys. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Yeah. Get sword, them out. So fast. <laughs> Let's have a look at it. Come on. And then, and then they're in then, aren't they? Well, I hope, I hope we don't get that far. <laughs> uh, we, might, we might speak about that later. <laughs> When you were re- you were released though by crew and then you went window fitting. Yeah. Yeah. And then I went veil, got released when I was about fifteen. And then I was fitting windows and playing on league, yeah. That big blow for you being a veil fan getting released. It was, yeah, but I just the coach wasn't great. I can't even remember his name now, but the coach was pants. I was playing in goal and <laughs> it was just it was just a shambles really. So I wasn't that bothered. I, I wasn't enjoying it, even though it was my my club, just didn't really enjoy it so much. Mm. So where'd you go from there? Uh, I was just playing Sunday football, really, for my dad's. I was playing for my dad's pub team at 15 and playing in the local Stoke League um, a couple of years later. I think I was 17 when I signed for Biddle. Scored a few for them and then crew. Who was in that crew team then? Obviously Billy Jones. Michael O'Connor, Gary Roberts, Gary, Neil he Cox. He was going to be a player, wasn't he? Ryan, oh yeah, best. Wrong best I've ever played with. Yeah, mental. Best you've ever played with? Yeah. Really? Oh, it's Friday at 17, yeah. I think they turned down a bid, 1.2 million from Wigan or something like that. But he was just mental. Just not care. Right, in what no. way? In every Example. way, shape or form. <laughs> <laughs> Women, drugs, gambling, drink. He had it all. He had the full collection. Yeah? Oh, yeah. He won't mind me saying that. He had a royal, he had a royal flusher addiction, Oh, didn't yeah. He? You know, like these people have been in the army and they've got a million medals on their chest and they've done everything. That'd have been him. <laughs> He'd have been head to toe in medals. Um, and well, that's that's he, did he go to Rotherham? He went Rotherham, got sacked, got sacked from Yeovil, sacked from Crew. He went. <laughs> I've got a million stories about him. There was one. The drug test has come in once, and we're in the back room, and he's seen him come in. Somebody's told him he's been pulled out. He couldn't drive, so he nicked the physio's car keys and jumped out the window. No. And drove his car all the way back Chester with the handbrake on because he didn't know how they worked. <laughs> So just, the gearbox clutch, everything had gone on his car. He's just antique flipping murk it was as well. And the lads were only joking? No, they were there. He'd, so, he'd been on it the weekend, so it was on Monday, I think. So he jumped out the window with the physio's car keys, didn't know how to drive. And left the handbrake on. Drove back to Chester? He, um, he went Yeovil. He got sat from he About Christmas, every Christmas he used to have off so he could get leathered. He went Yeovil. And... Um, he pulled the gaffer in just before Christmas and he said, uh, Gaffer, I need a few weeks off. He says, Why? He says, My mum's died. It's like, You're joking. He said, Yeah. He says, I've got to sort the funeral and everything out. So he went off, went back Chester, phoned the chairman. He said, I need some money for a tombstone and funeral and that. So I think he, five or six grand, I think he had off the Oval chairman. So he come back in about mid January. <laughs> so he's come back in and uh, his phone's gone off. He's gone, Hello. Hi, mum. You all right? And the lad's gone, Mum. What do you mean, Mum? So the gaffer pulled him in. He said, uh, yeah, she was in a bad way, but she come round. 
he'd had three weeks off and six grand off the chairman for headstone. She was still alive. <laughs> and then he come, he come, he come Rotherham, and he got sacked from Ronnie. We come in one Monday. He didn't come in, so Ronnie's phoned him on the Tuesday. I think he still didn't come in. He said, "I'm on my way in." He said, "The trains come off the tracks." <laughs> Of all the excuses he could have said, he said his train's derailed. Has a train ever derailed in history? <laughs> pretty good. Like, not for like, three days. Not without 58 casualties. Yeah. It, you know You'd see it on the news, wouldn't you? Yeah. Derailed. Mental. Do you still speak to him now? Yeah, I still, I still speak to him, yeah. Do but you he's speak to him about... Does he's he calmed down now. He's is captain it? at Chester, I think, now, yeah. Oh, he's still playing? Yeah. Captain he's, yeah. Chester. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, I played it. I both play against him then. Yeah. Boys. He was quality. But he, what was the other one? Oh, Rotherham. Um. <laughs> Mum's died. <laughs> <laughs> Two stud. He did he ask for his three grand back? I don't Six. know. I think he got, I think he just got, got, got it, sacked. Kept it in I storage. I think he got sacked. Um, but we went Rotherham and it was somebody's birthday, so you always get cakes and that. So he got out of the shower. He had to go probation. So he was in a rush. So I think he's come out of it with a lemon meringue all over his head. <laughs> so he's gone mad, so he had to get back in the shower. He said, I'll get you back. I said, all right then. So I come out, had a shower, come out. He's on the car bonnet. It's a family fun day, I think. It's rammed car park, kids, family. And I, he's got his trousers around his ankles, had a big shit on my bonnet. <laughs> in front of you in public? In front of everyone. He just stood on my bonnet in the middle oh, of the car God. park, having a cack on it. Because you... Because I hit him with a lemon meringue. <laughs> Talk about getting your own back, you know what I mean? That's what he's like. You'd turn it up with kids yeah. and midfielders on one at Bonnets, curling yeah. one out. What's your favourite player? That, it's that Roberts, Daddy. Can you? Oh, is it just here? Just taking the devil. Taking the turn on that Monday or Bonnet. Yeah. <laughs> Come away, kids. Come away, kids. <laughs> so, does he regret it then? You know, like, because obviously you've just said he's the best player you played with. He must feel like. He was England captain up to yeah, under, I I under I 19s, I think, but he got sacked from England. He. I think it must have been under 19s because the Gaffords, they were staying, I think they were playing at Reading. So uh, they were staying in hotels. So the Gaffers said, right, take them all out, be back in. If they don't go pictures or whatever, go for a walk, make sure they're back for about eight. And I think they come back in about two in the morning. Whatever, they lost 4 1 to Slovakia or something. They lost anyway, got battered. He never played again. And that was the captain took them all on the pitch <laughs> <laughs> for England. Yeah. Fair play to him, mate, if he's still playing. If he's no, it's sort of his head out. His quality was too good for him. Not The only way he would have stopped playing is if he just give up. I think he wanted to carry on. He just had so many issues. Mm. But I think he's just had another little one now. So he's coaching his lads team and that as well, I think. So I think he's sorted his head out now, but 10 years too late. Yeah. The assistant manager at Crewe, is it Neil, Neil Barker? Neil Baker. Neil Baker. He yeah. said apparently that you lack consistency on the pitch and professional off. Lism off it. You've got a point. <laughs> you agree? Knows his stuff, old Neil. The consistent. I'd argue about the consistency side of it. Yeah. Not the professionalism, no. Hardcore. <laughs> like that's just that old school, isn't it? You, you like some days. Work listen, hard, play hard. Do you live? I go, even now. I'm 33. You go back pre-season. I'm in the top five or six and all the running, really. Um, I've always been able to do it because I've always played Saturday, Sunday, go out Friday and Saturday with my non-league days and run around on a Sunday. So I don't want people to think, I don't go clubbing an anime, I just love a Sunday club, you know, going up the pub, watch the football, have a game of cards. I've always done that. I never go out on a Friday or something before a game, you know, that that, that side of it never changes. But sometimes go to the pub after a game on a Saturday, have a couple of pints and then 
a Sunday. The thing is, you, you throw, I'm not blowing smoke at your ass, but you're 33 and still scoring goals at a, a good level. You know, so you're not, you're not doing everything wrong. Do you know no, I mean? I've, I've done a lot better than I thought I would, to be honest, because I thought 10 years ago I'd be, I'd be back playing non-league, but I just, I don't know how. I just keep managing, <laughs> grind it out every year, keep managing, grind it out. Um, yeah, but everybody needs goal scorers. I know. No matter what you do on the pitch, off the pitch, everybody needs goal scorers. That's the thing. It's true, mate. Yeah, I think, I think the fans would be asking questions if you're a bag of shit in the games or you, you hadn't scored all season or whatever. But because you're still doing all right, surely they must they probably I, love I think, you for it. Probably... I think people know you do it because I'm a local lad and I live local. So you're in the pub. Do you know what I mean? If, if you're travelling in from an hour away and you're local, people like if I was at Berry, for instance, but I'm still at home, nothing to get said because yeah. you're not in Berry. Drinking in Berry, do you know what I mean? So, I think because you're a local lad, and some people will see you on a Sunday having a pint, they're like, "Oh, he was leathered again." It mm. always gets twisted. Yeah, you that's know, it could one be, thing. It could be two o'clock in the afternoon. You're on your second pint, and somebody he was leathered or mouthing off or something. That's that's what you have to be careful of. Cause yeah. With the social media now, and forums and things like that, something they didn't have twenty years ago. Uh, so when I was coming through at Sunderland, I did that. That's one thing I look back. I used to go out in Sunderland. Yeah, I mean, I had Newcastle. 15 minutes away where yeah. nobody would know who we were. Cause yeah. It's because you wanted the old, you wanted the birds to yeah. know the Chris Browns are. <laughs> That's exactly what it were. Yeah. Oh, he's there. Oh, look, he played today. He played <laughs> he today. Off me track suit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's how he went. Great. You didn't even get changed, shall we? <laughs> Brown <laughs> pads on. Brown number 48 on the back. <laughs> and you were going to get legs at air, didn't you? That's what it were. <laughs> if you went out in Sunday, they would get legs at air. No bother. That's, That's why. Some fans obviously see you. That because there was quite a few of us that did the same, and, yeah. and then all of a sudden when they, t- they were bottom of the Premier League, um, that's that's when it, that's that's when it happens. You know, I used to go out most weekends when we get promoted and you're scoring goals. Nobody bats an eyelid. Yeah. They'll go, oh, they're enjoying it, they're loving it. Yeah, team spirit, yeah. good team spirit. Yeah. yeah, great team spirit, togetherness. And then as soon as shit hits a fan, it's they're like they're taking the mick. They don't care. They're not interested. And that's it. It's when, when I think. I think. Care. I think. Going the pub or having a bond when it's going crap is the best time to do it, really, because mm-hmm. you're keeping everybody together, even though it's going shite on the pitch. Yeah, you're going, listen, let's get together, let's have a few pints. You know, we, we're not going to come away from, from what we are. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I think sometimes you you still need to have them bonding sessions where you can let your hair down. And that statement from Neil Baker, I suppose it falls in line with your uh, bit running with the law. Oh, yeah, right. Let's see where you're going with this. You got done for a, a threat? Yeah, the, the the police fingered me really because I'd left to get the, the latest bar in Stoke is pink and it's open till about six in the morning. But it's about one o'clock. I'd been on an all day. It was one of my mates' birthdays, so we come out. And meet, I was with the missus, and I got this salmon pink top on. <laughs> I, I did look like a wolf there, I'll be honest. <laughs> So I come out, come out, I come out the gay ball with my messies and these three lads are outside like, like gay. So I thought nothing of it, carried on what they kept like shouting. So I they turned know out. I, well, I don't know, but they could have done, but they, they weren't making out as though they knew who it was because I was at crew at the time, so I doubted. So they've ended up following me up the streets and one of them smacked my messies back of the head. So I grabbed him and threw him on the floor. And the other two were just booting me head in, really. The doorman come running up, got these lads off me. Um, so I got my lips split and lumps on me head and that. So this lad's going, I've just banged your messes, Anwar, what are you going to do? And all that. So I'd lost me head. They'd ripped my shirt off, so I'd got no top on. So I walked back down the street. I thought, I'm not having it. So I walked down. Two of my mates had come out of pink. 
I said, yeah, we just watch me back here. This lad's just hit me message, so I'm flipping getting my own back. So that was what I'd gone down the street, messed him by a flipping mile, ended up clotheslining him, I think. And <laughs> I went too far and I was stamping. And they, you know, it, it was wrong. But when I went to the police station, my mates were going, just just say no comment. Just... Did, did you get arrested there and then? Yeah, I got arrested there and then. So they said, just say no comment, just see what happened. I said, no, I'll tell them the truth. Like, So I went to the police station, obviously got locked up for the night. They interviewed me the day after. I said, well, they punched me messes. They were stamping all on my head and that. I went back down and I shouldn't have done. So, you know, I was in the wrong for doing it, but I just wanted to tell you the story. And then they doctored the video and just showed me walking down the street with no top on, feeling just throwing and stamping. And made so it me looks look, like you've done the made old me just, just, pull the shit yeah, off. Come just on, made then. me randomly filled, filled a ladder, which it wasn't. But there's, the police in the court, they said there was no cameras. That was the only camera available, but there's jewellers, bookies. If one of them had been broken into, I'm sure they'd have video footage of that. There's cameras everywhere. It was on the high street. Yeah. So they just wanted to have me done, really, and wanted somebody... Because them lads ran off, so they couldn't even they couldn't even hold them. Just me and my two mates got done so, for So they couldn't, they couldn't track them down? They didn't come forward? No, they, they ended up running off. So they couldn't get hold of them, so they just put all the blame on us. And that's why they doctored the video, so I think. you give a full confession, really, didn't you? I'll give the thought, yeah, because I thought the video was going back up my heart. I mean, I knew I was going to get done because I, I didn't need to go back down the street and fill him in. I should have just, like the police said, filed a report and one day they might have found him. <laughs> you know, that wasn't going to happen, was it? So I think it was just because I'd been on a set, I'd lost my head, they let me mess it, I just went back down. So I wasn't the wrong, I couldn't get out of it, but they doctored the video, which... Did they not speak to the doorman? Did nobody see it? Then No, the, the doorman wouldn't come forward. Wouldn't come forward. Ring of Pillar. silence. Yeah. So that was that. So what did you, were you expecting to, to, to go down like? Or? No, I, I went to the solicitors and I had about six, every meeting I had was with a different one. So I couldn't get any connection with them. And I ended up in court with my barrister, a woman I'd never spoke to before in my life. And she said, have you bought your toothbrush? You're going down. Aren't you joking me? And they'd spent, they'd spent, I've not got one. They'd spent a year, yeah. <laughs> No, Have you seen these? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be all right. I've been out for a couple of years. <laughs> Dust <pan laughs> I've just set myself up there. I? Should, have, should have thought about that. <laughs> I didn't think it was going down, but it, it, it's horrendous. But then when all the people, like public, could go in the court, those people could obviously they knew it was happening. Just random people sitting in there, just wanting Football me and press and yeah, loads of people in there. And what was so, the official verdict then? I got done for a fail, two years suspended sentence, three hundred hours community service. What do you have to do? Fine. Cut bushes, pick litter up, flipping hell, demoralising. Yeah. Took me about two years. <laughs> I'm training again this Sunday. <laughs> I'm training. Can't come in. It's horrendous. And how was it? How was it dressed in local press? Were you, were you the villain? Yeah, yeah. Well, it wasn't a good time for me. Too. I just it's signed for Rotherham, but I just Rotherham had just signed me. So Mark Robin, like once I'd signed, I went, "Listen, I've got a court case coming up." So I told him, he went, "Oh, it's fine, no it worries." Not even dry. Yeah, <laughs> signed me contract. By the so way, I got. I might not see you for three years. Yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't a great time, and I ended up having a torrid time at Rotherham. So Rotherham pay for you. Yeah. 
silly, silly bastards. <laughs> <laughs> so Robin have paid 150 grand and potentially they could have no, yeah. no fuck work. Yeah. <laughs> They'd have been yeah. well they'd sacked you, wouldn't they? But it's to be fair, fair still had to pay to be fair, like 150. My solicitor had spoke to the gaffer and he was like, No, it's all right, because they, they hadn't told me I was going down. It wasn't until the day that they said, I think you could go. So that was like last minute. Mm. Worry then. We got um I think we got forty hours community service. When I was at Sunday, I got done for paintballing. <laughs> paintballing? <laughs> Yeah, nicked the smoke bombs. No, we went. We got these guns. Half the youth team. I've read about this. I don't. We've not. We've you, you haven't mentioned it. it. Yeah, I forgot all about it. We went through a phase. We managed to find these guns from the gadget shop, like toy guns that fired paint. Clinton Morrison was selling them on. <laughs> Turning up with a suitcase. So um, after training, there was just a convoy of cars going down the seafront, just picking people off with these things. <laughs> Seagulls or no people? Pe- pe- people, right? And uh, harmless, like they were. What kind of people? Like yeah, you just must be picking out pe- people. Just, so you were not, so you... not kids. Or nah, not gra- grannies. Nah. They were probably aged between twenty-five and forty-eight. Oh, is that the cut-off? So you had a target. Out of a forty-eight, it's a bit harsh. And uh, <laughs> bit of a swag. One day there was only there was only four of us. So, so we had... you're let me just set the scene. So you're driving on. Down Seaburn Seafront. Seaburn Seafront, windows open with this gun. Yeah. Two Shooting paintballs. Yeah. Right. <laughs> random well, people. There's, there's about five cars behind, fully the youth team lads doing it. For, this went on for weeks. Yeah. Thinking we were the God's gift, picking people off, obviously laughing. Yeah. Then one day there was only, we've lost a few troops. There was only. <laughs> <laughs> if you had gone down, we are back. Fall back. If you had gone down, we are mortar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, <Rattle>. yeah. <laughs> so there was only one of us, one, one car, one four, convoy. Yeah. The only one in convoy. Four of us in the car, and there was a fellow on his bike going up Sea Road. So we obviously picked him off. Yeah, three splatters all over his back. <laughs> Mile up the road, the lads. Ah, oh, just need to get some petrol. So he's pulled in. A couple of the other lads have gone um, at the cash point, got some money out, and obviously not thinking the bike has caught us up. So he seen us, came came over, and we just denied it, obviously. Yeah. Paint all over our face. They got their masks on and everything. <laughs> just wiping the face paint off. <laughs> so he's he's ended up losing his head and spitting at one of the lads that was at the cash point. So he's like, obviously got my mate's um, registration plate, went to his house and took them to the police station. But I'd gone home by this point, <clears throat> thinking nothing of it. Gets a phone to, call. To get some more ammunition. So he's had to reload. <laughs> and um, Sean Taylor rang us up, who, who lived in the house, whose car it was, and went, Brownie, the police want to see you. Um, it's about the paintball gun. We've been done. They're fine. They just want to make sure that it's not a proper paintball gun. You know, like them ones that you... Yeah. I says, all right, so, sound. So I drove through and handed myself in. And so, <laughs> handed over it in holsters? <laughs> handed it, it went there on his horse. <laughs> Hand, handed, over, <laughs> handed over this gun. Um, Terry Terry. Sheriff in cell. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, stuck us in a cell for two hours. <laughs> so basically, the lads have stitched me up. Interrogation. Yeah. Oh, they, <laughs> they've stitched me up. They didn't really want to see the gun. They just wanted to bring me down with them. Do you yeah. know what I mean? 
So I stayed in the cell for two hours. And I think at the time, I was the only one who'd been in around the first time. I think I'd been on the bench or something. So as I was leaving, I went, this isn't going to go any further, is it? And they went, no, nah, we're just putting it down as kids messing about. I was like, right, brilliant. So I've gone home, come in for training the next day. And um, Ian Evans, the assistant manager, saw us. And he's like hid behind the wall and then came out like Alan Partridge, pretend to fire a gun <laughs> down the corridor. I thought, oh, for fuck's sake. So then the guy, uh, Mick McCarthy's called a meeting after, uh, before training. It's completely fine. Like made a bit of a joke out of it. And says, right, lads, if you've been done, get yourselves in the goal. Red ass. So we had to pull our kegs down. Um, and all the lads just fired balls at our asses. I thought that was it. Then driving home, do you know them um, outside paper shops, you get the, the, the advertising boards? Yeah, yeah. SAFC firing squad. <laughs> <laughs> front page of the local press with our four faces on the front. Wanted. Wanted. Dead or alive. Firing squad. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> um, Gaddafi. And, <laughs> so the, the Sunland Deco would run a story and went, have you... If you the Sunland Deco. Oh, there we go. <laughs> try, try to, Kind of pull my heart out of you, lads. Josie, Val. That's staying in, mate. That is staying in. Uh, fucking hell, I've lost the train. <laughs> you've done us. Uh, oh, yeah, that's what... The, the, um, the paper's going, if you've been a victim of any of these crimes, call this number. Oh, my God. Oh, fucking oh, crimes. One of like the Jimmy Savile case, right, this. <laughs> coming out from everywhere. Honestly. But be, 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 because all, all, the whole youth team had been doing it, it was weeks worth of stories. <laughs> One fella came forward and uh, the picture was of him with his bank card and he went, I was there withdrawing money from NatWest <laughs> and I was peppered from these pimples. <laughs> and he was just stood there with his NatWest card. <laughs> when you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Unbelievable. And then I put the news on that night and BBC News and some woman, the, the, the news crew had gone to the Newcastle paintball centre, right? And she, uh, she went, would this hurt if it was fired out of a window? And I'm not being funny, the gun was about two metres long <laughs> on her shoulder. <laughs> would this hurt? I'm, would Terminator. <laughs> I'm sat in bed thinking, it's not even... If they could picture it, if you could see what it was, it was like... Bright colours, just a little toy gun. I think it was over three year old. So we ended up getting suspended. What do you mean a three year old is in like it was work brand new or that's a three year old to use it? Um, so we got suspended, fine, two weeks wages. Told to stay away from the club. It's a couple hundred quid, right? I, I know. Without that. 
three weeks worth of guns there. <laughs> <laughs> I was running low on ammunition. Yeah. Just, just so um, I think on the so I stayed away from the club for two weeks. Mick McCarthy called us in on the Monday and they had a few injuries. He went, "You play tomorrow." And we played Crew in the cup. End up I hadn't done a thing. I think I'd done a couple of gym sessions. End up scoring two. Liam Lawrence didn't help us. First one comes in, and he comes over with the guns. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Army roll. <laughs> so yeah, but we, I think well, I didn't cut a shot. It's a long story short that I did it, but we got. Jesus no, Christ, Jesus, that's it. Drag the arse out of that yeah. Yeah. for forty hours. <laughs> I got three hundred, and mine was only a minute or so. <laughs> I feel like I've done three hours in a cell. So what did you, what did you actually end up getting done for? Bringing the club into disrepute. But no legal. Oh, so no legal hours. No legal. Well, I think the club kind of volunteered us to do community service, so we're walking yeah. through the streets of Sunderland, picking rubbish up and what have you. <laughs> some, good, some good shots, though. I was more accurate with that than I was on the pitch. Would you like to take this opportunity to maybe apologise? I have apologised many a time. But, you know, I think... Yeah, shit, I'm okay. sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry if you're raised between yeah. 23 and what? 25 and 48. 25 yeah. and 48. And you've got... you felt a bullet on back of your head I'm really sorry <laughs> yeah got nothing else to say on the matter still got the gun <laughs> case is closed nah still got the gun case handed in didn't it Mick McCarthy Mick McCarthy confiscated it <laughs>
get out the fucking dressing room and come and punch your head in. So the gaff rack, get out the dressing room. Because oh. <laughs> Griff is going fill him in. <laughs> so you imagine a squad of like 17, 18 players all in the dressing room, like thinking, what, didn't, you got a player threatening fill him in? So he stormed out. We lost we lost 3-0. All the fans were throwing hot dogs and everything at him. But Reggie, <laughs> I think it was 1-0. And we're all sat on the bench going, listen, he needs to be gone. Everybody's fuming. Everybody's ready. Reggie gone on, literally. First goal kick, he just turned around, elbowed the fullback, straight red, walked off. Who's that, this Griffiths? No, Rig, Sean Rig. Sean Rig. Yeah, elbowed somebody, straight red. We lost 3-0, and then he got sacked. thing is, if you're a manager there, you've just even if you take a right hook, you've just got to... Stand your ground. Yeah, yeah you can't you've walk got to put your bollocks up. No, 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 listen, it was the fact that there were so many players that he'd piss up. You know, everybody will have a bad manager or shit training and everything, but you still try and keep the play. He actually went out his way to upset everybody. He did it with Jeff Horsfield, where we ended up having the buzzgate, where he had to get off the... Remember? Even that buzzgate? Yeah, Jeff was going to fill him in on the buzz, so Gaffer had to get off. <laughs> and then there was Aiden driving dead in here about that. No. I think Jeff had a funeral on the Friday. So he'd asked Jim Gannon if he could have the day off because he had to go to a funeral. So he was like, yeah, okay. Um... You can have the day off. So over the weekend, Jim Gannon had gone up to the the board and said, I want him sacked. He didn't come in on Friday and not told me why. So Jeff had come in. I think we were travelling away on a Tuesday, I think. Or it might have been, he asked for the Thursday off and travelled with, yeah, that was it. He asked for the Thursday off for the funeral. We were travelling down Aldershot on the on the Friday. Um. So Jeff's on the bus and he's going, when he gets on here, I'm, I'm fucking having him. So we got halfway to Birmingham. And Jeff went, right, that's it. Gone down the bus. What the fuck have you said about me, you shit house? I'll fill you in right now, right here. And Jim, sh- stop the bus, stop the bus, pulled in the services. He got off. And he, we were all going, see you, <laughs> get off your prick, and no. all the players. Manager got off. So then we got towards Birmingham and they phoned Jeff Horsfield and said, you're going to have to get off the bus. You can't have the manager getting off and you staying on it. <laughs> I can so, just imagine it stuck so we ended up, we ended up, we ended up, nobody knew oh, what was going on. <laughs> yeah, we were all on the bus, honestly, waving at him. <laughs> he didn't dare look over nothing, banging on, horses out, <laughs> everything. So um, we didn't know what was going on, so we got all the shots, stayed overnight, turned up at the ground, sat in. He was there, Jim Gannon. Oh, so he came, he took the he, team then? He come to the team, yeah. He had some fronts on giving him that. <laughs> Jesus. I'd have been asking for a pay up. People will probably listen to that and go, flipping all players are pricks for doing that. But I think as a manager, you've, you've got to do it right, haven't you? Do you know what I mean? Everything he did was just as though he'd never been in a football environment in his life. He was just sat on his own and segregating himself and pissed off as many people <laughs> as he could. And that's the worst thing you can do as a manager. Mm-hmm. Sat his own at services, nothing but a ginster for company. With his briefcase. With his briefcase. You can just see the, the, the bus driving off, can't you? Yeah. I'm not kidding, yeah, everybody. Everybody was flipping out. So, did he, he's obviously gone to a hotel, a, a random hotel, and then reported for the game the next day. I think he got his agent pick him up, must have, must have gone down there, stayed in his own hotel, and then come to the game. They've picked me up, they've left me. <laughs> Never believe what's happened. They've, they've kicked me off. <laughs> You've got me in headlock and threw me off the bus. <laughs> the team's kicked me off my own bus. <laughs> I think the team would have threw him under the wheels, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so you went, you got called back then to Rotherham, didn't you? Yeah. Um, and... Warney called me back. Warney and um, Andy Liddle. 
Just because he was struggling? Yeah, I always got on with Warnie. Warnie was, I still speak to him now. I watched him and then they bought Andy Scott in. I played for him and then went back to pre-season. I was with the kids. So he's the one manager that I despised. Oh, Scott. Yeah. Was he at Brentford? Is that the yeah. did he come from Brentford? Yeah. Or go to Brentford? Yeah. Tall, skinny guy, yeah. Right? A big bugle. They have a big yeah. nose. Yeah. I didn't tell him that <laughs> on numerous occasions. You did tell him. I oh I didn't. <laughs> I definitely did. <laughs> <laughs> Why, why? So he just where, totally fucked you off with the kids? Yeah, he didn't even give me a reason. I'll come back for pre-season. I think he wanted to bring Alex Revalin, who ended up signing anyway. Um, but the chairman wouldn't give him the money for bringing him in until he got me gone. But they wouldn't pay me up. So I had to just like rock with the kids. They all went Portugal and I had to go Durham in a flipping hostel. You know, proper dim- But I used to, I used to get in at eight in the morning and beat the gaffer there and park in his space and things like that. Just, <laughs> just, just piss him off. Just to try and get out the club, like. Oh just... yeah, well he's been a pretty. He used to laugh at me and in front of all the other lads, but they were all on my. You don't realise they were all on my team. Mm-hmm. But he'd have me in his office and things like that and just lay into me. But then go on his phone, try and record me, laying into him like. Do you know what I mean? So he could try and sa- he tried everything. Do you think it was per- personal or did he just? Want you out the club because he wanted to sign somebody he else. Wanted he wanted to sign somebody else, so he obviously didn't want me there. But instead, instead of just giving me, listen, look for another club. Yeah. You know, you're not part of me. You can train with the squad, and I mean, that happens all the time. You know, when you're out of favour, and you get, if you want to look for another club, you know, you you can go. I had that Barry a couple of times. And um, then you got your move to Port Vale. That that must have been as Boyle club supporter. Must have been. A yeah, nice I could have. I could have not to Vale. Um, because the money was crap, you know. I had three or four clubs, but better, money, I'm not... better money at other clubs. Oh, than Vale, yeah, yeah. Um, but I didn't want to uproot, I didn't want move and uproot and go somewhere else. I, I'm quite an only guy, do you know what I mean? I like... So I didn't want move anywhere else. So Vale come in quite late doors, it was about a week before the season started. Um, and ended up sorting it out and going there. But I had a shit first year, I don't think I got another year, but Mickey offered me another year and then. The second year was when I... Kicked on. Kicked on, yeah. What was he like, Adam, Mickey Adams? He was ruthless, but brilliant. I think proper old school. He'd run you. But he was brilliant. He'd, he'd slate you, but praise you at the same time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Would, he, would he was, on, he, what he was, he was honest. Yeah. You'll have, you'll have managers now where some of these players, they can't take a bollocking, so you have to continue to cuddle them. Whereas so he, wouldn't, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't care. I mean, we were in administration when we went back Vale. Yeah. Um, so we didn't even know if we were going to get paid. You imagine being a manager trying to get players run if you don't know if you're going to get paid. Yeah, yeah. But everybody ran for him. He just had that aura about him. Do you know what I mean? He just wanted to run for him. So how come you went to Bury? Was it just because of the financial state of the club? And... Yeah, the the chairman had cut the budget. Um, obviously offered me a new deal, but... Did you have to take a fifth, if if you decide a new deal, it'd been like a a fifty percent cut in your wage. Is that right? Well, it's less than half, less than half they offered me, um, and Barry offered me more than I was originally on, so I couldn't turn it down. I wanted to stay at Vale. I didn't want to leave, but the bigger picture. The, yeah, I, it was an, it was a no you brainer. I couldn't not do it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You're talking a lot of money. It wasn't. If it had been a case of four or five hundred quid, then it wouldn't have been worth your petrol money and everything yeah. else, but I couldn't I couldn't not, not do it. You know, Vale had obviously 
cut the budget and I mm. go. So when you sign for a new team, obviously. Did anybody have to see you know first one? <laughs> <laughs> Not on that occasion. <laughs> the, you bed yourself in, didn't you? Keep it quiet, especially pre season. You'd like, well, you just, you just put little feelers out when yeah. you're here and there. Yeah, because you get a night out. You kind of sit back, nice tick, and steady. Yeah. get to know everybody. Yeah, people watch, trying to work out the characters. Mm. What did you do? I had two scraps. What <laughs> 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 on your pre-season trip? My first trip, yeah. I'd only met the lads over there. Oh, so, so you joined them while they were already there? No, we basically met at the airport. I think, or we did a one day's gym, body fats, and all that, and then we were straight out. Um, trained all week. I think we're coming back on the Sunday, so Saturday night we're all night out. It was the first bar we'd gone in as well. I wasn't even pissed. That was the best of it. There was one server. These women kept just coming in and coming in. They wouldn't serve me. So I ended up falling out. I said, listen, I've been here half an hour now. You keep serving these people, walking straight in and going, so why aren't you serving me? So Dorman's come over and ended up grabbing. So I got him in headlock. <laughs> I got him in headlock. <laughs> He got, got the back of me neck. He said, come on, you're going, grab me. So I got him an adlock and I wouldn't let go. <laughs> so I had him for, I wasn't even looking at the entrance. I, I just got me back. I was laughing to the lads and everything. I got him an adlock. I could hear him squealing and that. <laughs> so by the, it must have been about a minute. And by the time I'd turned around, there was about six dormers with baseball bats and everything right by the door. I let go of him. I said, no. So I'm saying to this doorman, if I let go, you're not going to do anything, are you? He's going, no, 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 no. I said, well... So the gaffer's come in. I said, I'm not letting go of him because he's he's, they're all getting filled me in. <laughs> Flickcroft, yeah. So Flick has come down. He said, let go of him. Nothing's going to happen. There's loads of There's nothing's going to happen. So let go of him. So right, you've all got leave. So I, they were all finished to drink. So Flick has pulled me off up the side street like, he's like, what the f- what are you doing? It's your first night out. I said, you wouldn't save me. I kicked off. He ended up grabbing it. He said, right, all right, just calm yourself down. It's first night. I said, yeah, all right. Okay. <laughs> so okay. we had a few more drinks, gone... Gone in this club, gone in the toilet. There's a lucky, lucky man in there. So he said, oh, freshen up, whatever. So I chucked him a euro or whatever, and he went, hey, I've got family, I've got kids, give me some. I went, all right, I'll have my euro back. So I've gone like that, and he threw me against the wall. So I kept trying to walk out, and he kept throwing me back in, because the, the door was right by his sink. So I couldn't <laughs> get past it, right, little stocky thing. So in the end, I ended up grabbing him and throwing him up the wall. But he must have a buzzer or something. For, actually, about eight doormen have come in. They've all got hold of me, got me in headlock, and he's just punching me in the head about 50 times. <laughs> I just kept screaming, you're, you're not Mike Tyson, you're not Mike Tyson. <laughs> Leathering me in the head. So they carried me in headlock all, all so, the way through this so club. You've got, the, you've got the toilet and the lads are still in the bar, flip, flip cross still in the bar, and then all but, of a sudden but, you come out. But I was in darkness because literally got, I got about three doormen on my head, so I couldn't see a thing. I was just basically, you know like on that SAS, where they put that bag over their head and carry them back out. <laughs> That was like me with about eight arms on my head. So they carried me out. First thing I did, I look up, flick cross straight in my eyes. What the fuck are you playing at? I was like, I'm so, the lucky, lucky man. He said, they don't kick off them. <laughs> oh, yeah. I said, I swear he can't. He said, it can't happen twice in one night, can it? <laughs> so he threw me in a taxi. He threw me in a taxi, and the three lads that were left in the club got filled in with <laughs> They probably could have done with me staying, to be honest. <laughs> Walshie, the physio, Hawkeye, the technician, and Joe Riley, the right back. 
Joe Riley got eyes shut here, and they went like that. So, but it was rough as anything over there, Tenerife, on that flipping strip. Jesus. Who were at Berry? We were at Berry then. Pennant there. Pennant couldn't get a game for us. And he was class Pennant. His technique was a joke, but he'd turn up, he didn't want to run around and that. And uh, we had one training, so he used to take all the free kicks. You know when you do 11 v 11? For every corner or free kick, he'd put them in the top bins or put corners on somebody's heads. He was, he, his technique was a joke. And he hadn't played for about three months. So we practised a defending free kick about 30 yards out. Penner's pulled his Champions League medal out of his pocket, <laughs> put it round his neck. This is all, he hadn't took any, like, no takes or nothing. And he just turned round to Flickers like he said, this is why I should be in the team. And whipped it stanch. Like, and all the lads just stood and he walked in. He didn't even carry on. They only just started and walked in. And all the lads just like standing. What can you do? Whipped him uh, top there. With his Champions League medal around his neck, yeah. Nobody could say a thing. Flickcroft just all his hands up and just. Oh, yeah. Couldn't, couldn't argue. <laughs> so the call comes to go back to Port Vale. Were there other clubs interested? Yeah, there's a few. There's More a few. money being offered, but yeah, quite a few of them. Yeah. Did but... you ever get the Did you ever get the feeling that you was sort of pigeonholed? Pigeonholed. See, I I always, for me, people are always had a perception of how I was. Think you're the same. Yeah. Oh, it's Tom Port. He'll come in. He'll work hard. He'll score you some goal. Yeah. But yeah. he's X Y Z. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's definite. What, what's, I what's X, Y, Z? He, he likes his drink. He's a bit of a fucking loose cannon. You know, it's like, there's always a but yeah. with it. And that's always the same with me, I think. I, he, he'll come in, he's a good lad, he can't run, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. He'll score you some goals, but he goes out quite a lot and he does this and he does that. For me, I don't care what people think of me. So some players will abide by the laws and do everything right. I've always done what I've wanted to do. Do you know what I mean? But on a, on a Friday, I, I won't go out on a Thursday or a Friday, say, and go and get weight. I'll do everything right. It's just on a Sunday or Saturday, I'll, I'll go to the pub. And I love having a game of cards, watching the football, chilling with my mates. And I've always done that. And no manager will ever stop me from doing that. Mm. Um, but if you've got a game on a Tuesday or something, you can't. So I'll probably have a few on a Saturday night or go home and have a few wines or whatever and then I'm not unprofessional I think people just get their opinion because I go on Twitter and speak my mind and say what I want to say but I do I do agree with what you're saying I don't like you say there's always been a but but I, I never thought I was mobile enough to to ever go have a great career do you know what I mean um, yeah. but at the same time I see some of them Premier League centre halves and you think if you've got wingers whipping balls in You'd still, never mind the running channel. If if you could put balls, you know, I'm going to sound desert, but I honestly don't think in like the seven years, nobody nobody in English football scored more added goals than, than I have. And you and you got the record for the quickest number twenty goals in the shortest space of time. Yeah, yeah, I've got that record. Yeah, giving you a bit of a confidence boost today, isn't it? I'm, I'm flying foot tall. Feel like Suarez. <laughs> Jesus. What's the record? The, the quickest time to score 20 goals? In yeah, the season, in the right? season, yeah. How quick were it? It was before Christmas, so it was around Christmas time. I won it. Not bad, I broke it by it? a day. I'd have taken that. 
club captain. Do you feel the pressures of being club captain? I'm, um, I'm tipping no. I I'd <laughs> already answered it myself in my head. No, no, it doesn't matter to me because I, I pressure myself because I'm a Vale fan and everybody looks to certainly the fans' point of view like I'm the the talisman, if you like, or um, the big dog. Well, yeah, I'm not because I can't run. I can't do it. I rely on my teammates, you know what I mean? I rely on them to create chances for me. I can't beat two or three men and put one in the top. I need my teammates. I've just, I've always over the years been the guy that's stepped up when your teammates are there. You know, you manage to get on the end of things, but I can't, the seasons we've had, I don't like... I hate every second of it. I don't feel the pressure. I put that much pressure on myself. So being a captain, you try and get everybody else on your wavelength. But like I say with the kids now, the way football's dying, it's it's impossible to give them that mentality because mm. they've been, they've been why, nursed. Why, in what way? Is it they've just been nursed. Yeah, it's dying. Everybody knows. It. Well, you can't tackle anymore to start with. So straight away, coaches are teaching them to just pass the ball. You amount of kids' teams you play. They just kick the ball. We played Chesterfield Reserves yesterday. I watched the Reserves play. They, they must have had 80%. Just keep the ball. But they don't. They just go across the back four, back to the keeper, across the back foot. It's crap. You know, they're not forcing them to make mistakes, to learn from them. Tackles, heading. That's why fans' attendances are dropping. They can't relate to the players anymore. You know, Vinnie Jones would go and Roy Keane would go and smash them on. The old ground would go up. Nobody can do it anymore. And that's why that's why it's done. these young kids now they're just taught from eight, nine, ten, not tackle, just pass the ball, pass the ball, pass the ball. Don't matter if you win or lose, keep passing the ball, be all right. Come to it, come to first team and go out on loan. And all they want to do is keep the ball. They don't they don't score goals or create goals. They just keep just all crabs and it's just makes your job ten times harder. People on uh, Twitter have mentioned Winall. Yeah. Lots of crap there. I don't, I don't we played we played Barnsley. They, they were they beat us one 0 and he chir- he was chirping up all gate. I ended up threatening punch his head and he was, he was arrogant like I've never heard of you and all that kind of stuff. You sometimes gate on a game, but I think when you're losing and now you lose your head. And bearing in mind he was at Burton Reserves when I knew, you know he, he was nobody he was rotting in Burton Reserves and all of a sudden he's had a couple of good years. This is where sometimes you know goals and money and that changes people. But he turned into a right gobshite and he was doing me heading. So I ended up threatening doom in the tunnel and that. And that was it. But then he went from Barnsley, he'd revived his quick, scored all them goals, had a great time, signed for Chef Wednesday, and then scores and then goads all the the Barnsley fans straight out. I mean, I've got no, no interest in either club like, but he just proper rubbed me up. So I tweeted saying... Um, so it comes back to Twitter, <laughs> <it>? Yeah. <laughs> I tweeted saying something like... Proves my point that I was right for wanting Philly men. But then it was all over the Yorkshire Post and that. Tom Pope's going Phil Wynn all in and all that. But <laughs> it was only because I was just... I wanted Philly men on that game because he was chirping up. And then I think that I think that shows your character though, when you're doing it. It's all right celebrating. When you're goading people and that, when yeah. you've had a good time. Mm. I don't, I've never been one for that. I hate that. You played against him since? No. I don't think he'd say anything. <laughs> no, I don't think you would either. No. Did you enjoy the um, the Stoke game? Yeah, but like all the Stoke older heads were there. I'm, I'm friends with loads of Stoke. All the not naughty forty and now they're all out and all my mates like no no of them. So 
They sold like 4,000 tickets. But I sent a tweet out before saying... <laughs> <laughs> I was finding they've done the fucking world of football I was I was finding it dead odd get myself worked up because it was a massive game but nobody cares it was a Johnson Paint game against their under 23s nobody was asked. but it's but the first sold, time that Port Vale and Stoke yeah, yeah and they'd sold 4,000 tickets so they'd sold out the away end and I'm thinking well still still against the kids like, I couldn't get myself going so I put a tweet out saying something like um I wasn't going to celebrate if I scored against Stoke, um, but for how many they've sold, I think I've, I might have a change of heart. So um, if I do score and I do celebrate, uh, I'll apologise to absolutely fucking none of you. <laughs> <laughs> so that was it. I was getting hammered from pillar to post. So I thought, right, that's what I needed now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and I, I scored after about eight minutes. So Shirt it off. Shirt off, wasn't it? Yeah. No, I just pulled it up. They all call me a fat, but... Popey the pedo and flipping everything, they were caning me. But we won 4 0, so I won't bother. You fat pie eating blobs, I think, I'll put it at the end. <laughs> <laughs> the stuff with the Stoke fans, is it initially banter between, like you said, you've got a few mates that are Stoke fans that then escalates to the wider. Yeah, or, I, I, or is I'd it got. Now, is it grown now? To I me? think yeah. I got. I'd got quite a lot of followers, and yeah, everybody must have just been going, "Get on, get on this guy. He's yeah. fucking mental." But it's sort of. I think. I think with most things, if you're not all there, mainly most of the people aren't all there, are they? Do you know what I mean? And anybody who's having banter will, will come back with a bit of banter or something. They're just like go and die or something like that, and they. They do look you, special. Do you, do you I always, in? I always look at their profile picture and go, right, what can I? Right, <laughs> he's bald. I'll get on that. Or is it? <laughs> no, do you know what I mean? I, I'd, I'd find something to, or look through the media and find something yeah. that I could hammer him for. So that was all he was doing. Some people take offence. So I'm not bothered. Um, I'll probably get in trouble with that because I've got an FA hearing. But I think, <laughs> I think you just try and relate with the fire. I think, I think it gets boring. Nobody wants James Milner going, I really enjoyed today's game. Do you know what I mean? Mm. You want to shove that up your city. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. that's, that's what people want. You know, they want to have that interaction with, with the players. and Shove that up your city. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I try and do. I just try and have the crack with anybody and everyone. I don't want people thinking that I pick on certain people. They're all, they're all, they're all victims. They're all victims, yeah. <laughs> Come for me, I'll have you. An England call up. England. Let's see when I go to non-league. You, there was an England call up came, weren't there? No, it was Nick Pope, and then they put it all over Tom Pope's been called up for England. <laughs> <laughs> a bit like Benton and Edges on the fucking fan package. Mike Bassett. Pope. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, cheers, mate. What, so, nope. what are you thinking this season? What are you hoping for? Just get away from the bottom two and then crack on again next year. Um, Who's up next year? One or two, yeah. Have you got another two? Yeah, man. Oh, so I'm not having them out like confetti, they're fucking contracts. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why the gaffer got sacked. Give <laughs> <laughs> me two years, got sacked about three days later. <laughs> right, well, mate. Good luck cheers, for the rest yeah, of the season. Yeah. Cheers, lads. All the best. And, uh, good luck with your earring. Yeah. Don't change. And, and, yeah, don't just don't stick, change. Stick to what Say you again. Are.
Cheers, mate. Yeah, top man, thank you very much. There is Tommy. 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 I don't. I'm not if nobody else. Too too familiar. No. Nobody else referred to him as Tommy, has there? It's not as bad as Brucey, though, is it? It's no. Wouldn't you have been cook, man? <laughs> yeah. Can't be calling them Brucey. Listen, me and Tommy, tight now. TP. TP. No, we are, we, are a, we are a Tommy gun, aren't we? <laughs> what? We are a Tommy gun. Oh, no, the, 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 you, you can't mock me now for my gags. No, we weren't even a gag. You know what a Tommy gun is? Yeah. Yeah. I'm on about his weapon of choice. I'm going to find it for you. There we go. Why I'm going to find the gun. It'll, yeah. be on, it'll be on Google, isn't it? So have you got a criminal record for that? Nah. But the police must have stitched us up. Firearms offence. <laughs> the police have definitely charge stitched of a us firearm. up. As soon as I've walked out, they've obviously made a phone of. call. Yeah. Straight to someone, someone at what? the club. Echo? 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 Yeah, it must have been the Echo. Huh? Steady. Yeah. <laughs> I got him once, Anna. Yeah. I got him once. Yeah. I know it. We're, uh, enjoy that. Enjoy popping. Yeah. I think you can tell his honesty. Yeah. He just actually says what he actually Thinks thinks. Might be controversial to other people or not everyone's cup of tea. Like you said though, I think it's refreshing. It's refreshing the fact that you get somebody on Twitter saying it as it is and giving a bit back. Mm. You know, he'll get he'll get mauled for it by certain by the store elements fans. and certain fans and certain <coughs> members of the press or whatever might might have a pop at it, but what are we supposed what's everybody supposed to do? Just Bow down to it. Yeah. Mm. I hope he gets on all right with his... Uh, it shows he's got a bit of personality. You know, with his, uh, with his case and that, his, his trial by no. the FA jury. I we don't might, think we've helped the ca- might, his case, no. <laughs> talking about it. No. We might have a sound bite in the evidence. I think he... Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I think he... Uh, and here we have a recent statement <laughs> from Twitter, Mr Pope. Twitter would be a worse place without him in it, I think. Yeah. I think the Twitter world is better for having Popey in it. Yeah. Yeah. But uh good fun. So Poppy, I know I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, it was good and thanks as always for listening. Tell your friends, review on the iTunes, subscribe on YouTube. Please let us know if you think the sound's better. Anybody who's anybody who's commented on the sound, please let us know if you think it's better this uh this yeah. episode because we we only want to get better. If it's not... We're all about improvement, aren't we? We are. If it's not any better, well, we're just going to give it up as a fucking bad job. <laughs> you know, if you don't like the sound, fuck off. You know what I mean? <laughs> Pretty much. That's, that, that's who we're at with. Uh, nah, See, Popey's had an effect on him. I'm only kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he rubbed off on us. If you don't it's like bit, it, fuck off. It's surprising, it's surprising the, the bridges that you can that you can sort of build over a burger. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> they were exchanging dentist numbers before he left. <laughs> I enjoyed that. Den- <laughs> there we go. Both our dentists need striking off. <laughs> I'm going to turkey anyway. Fuck it, I'm going to turkey and get them done. <laughs> right, well, thanks for listening as always. We'll see you soon.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.